Our top story tonight, Dalton Kincaid. Has the hype gone too far? Because we're already hearing offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey pump the brakes at OTAs. We've got that. Updates from teams across the leagues who, who are competing in organized team activities and more on Player Profiler today. Dalton Kincaid. So Dalton Kincaid, his role is to be determined, according to offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. And that is not overly surprising. Dalton Kincaid is an undersized tight end. He is not the inline blocker. He is not going to be playing on the line of scrimmage next to the offensive line. That's not what he's going to do. He is not a Y tight end. That will be Dawson Knox. And We've said in the past here on Player Profiler today, it is all the time we hear this player is going to play in the slot, this tight end, this running back, they're going to play in the slot more. But it just doesn't usually work out that way. And so when Ken Dorsey comes out and says, we're nowhere close to knowing what the big picture is going to be because we have to learn him and he has to learn us. Now it's not a full-blown problem, because you've been listening to Player Profiler today, but it is not good for Dalton Kincaid. Now, the Bills, they are supposedly going to run more two tight end sets. They have historically not done a whole lot of that. They've been a more of a four wide receiver team, but they could do more of that. But that still makes Dalton Kincaid a part-time player. Dawson Knox is going to be on the field a lot in 11 personnel, that means when there are three wide receivers, one running back, and one tight end, Dalton Kincaid is going to be on the bench a lot. Dawson Knox is going to be on the field a lot because if it's a run play, Dawson Knox can block. He is also a threat in the passing game. So there will be different packages where Dalton Kincaid is on the field instead of Dawson Knox. But the problem, and this could be a problem into the future for Dalton Kincaid, is he has the body type, the design of a part-time player. Now, the flip side of that, look at Mark Andrews. Mark Andrews started his career as a part-time player. He was not on the field. He was behind Hayden Hurst quite often. He was behind Nick Boyle quite often in snaps, but he got all the routes run. So there's a path to success. That path is just not common. It is unlikely, and it is an outlier. So Dalton Kincaid, he's not going to be the wide receiver too for the Buffalo Bills, especially if they get DeAndre Hopkins. But even still, it's Stephon Diggs. It's Gabe Davis still ahead of Kincaid. Probably Khalil Shakur ahead of Kincaid. Dawson Knox ahead of Kincaid. James Cook. Who gets more targets, Dalton Kincaid or James Cook? That's an interesting question. Probably Kincaid because Josh Allen doesn't dump it off to the running back a whole lot, but Devin Singletary had back-to-back 50-target seasons, didn't he? So, is Dalton Kincaid going to see 50 targets as a rookie? That sounds obvious, but there's no guarantee. So, like with all players, remember, things are fluid this time of year. Things can change at the drop of a hat just like that. And you got to be careful what you listen to.
what hype you hear, how steamed up some of these guys are. Because Dalton Kincaid, he's going to be good. He's going to have every opportunity to succeed. He is the tight end one this year in Dynasty. He is worth a first-round pick in Dynasty. But year one for tight ends is always questionable. So don't get your hopes up that Dalton Kincaid in year one is going to be the difference maker for your fantasy team. But before we move on, Podfather, take it away. Now, as we at Player Profiler have become a full-blown machine learning company, the crowning achievement has to be the injury finder. We're now taking BMI data and injury history data and assigning a probability that a player is injured on any given touch. And not only can you see a player's fragility rating, their injury risk, we also have analysis from professional physical therapists breaking down all the major players that underwent surgery last year and what their rehabilitation looks like heading into 2023. There's a tool to compare players. There's a database where you can say, show me all the foot injuries, show me all the severe injuries, show me all the injuries requiring surgery. It provides you the key market intelligence to know what is the difference in probability that player X versus player Y will miss games this year. It's great for fantasy football, and it also just satisfies your curiosity as a fan. Go to the App Store, go to Google Play, download it. It's five bucks every year just to reload the latest injury predictions and fragility ratings. The 2023 data is live now. Open your phone and get smarter. The apps, the apps that Player Profiler is rolling out that is updating. You can't beat them. We've got the Injury Finder. We've got the Dynasty Deluxe. We've got the Breakout Finder. Just so many great tools from Player Profiler. And you can also get access to a lot of that information with the all-in package on our website. Sign up now with promo code JACK for $10 off. But continuing. With Dalton Kincaid, another player that I didn't mention who he could be looking to replicate in terms of slot usage is Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts did play a lot in the slot, but then we saw this year he also was a part-time player at times behind who was the tight end for the Falcons. It wasn't John Rain. It wasn't Tucker Fisk. It was Parker Hesse. That's who it was. It was Parker Hesse. And you've probably never heard of Parker Hesse because why would you have in terms of fantasy football? He didn't matter at any point, but there were games. Kyle Pitts had fewer snaps played than Parker Hesse because Parker Hesse is the Y tight end, the inline tight end, the blocking tight end. But Kyle Pitts did go for a thousand yards as a rookie. The first rookie tight end to go for a thousand yards since Mike Ditka. But Kyle Pitts got injured end last year, and Kyle Pitts is not at OTAs. He is still rehabbing from his injury. We'll keep you updated on that. Check out the injury finder for the full breakdown on Kyle Pitts, but Kyle Pitts not at OTAs right now. And Desmond Ritter, his quarterback, struggling at OTAs right now. Desmond Ritter was inaccurate last week. He wasn't terrible. But he wasn't great. And for a quarterback whose biggest question mark coming into the NFL was his accuracy at Cincinnati, Falcons fans are starting to get a little bit worried. Now, remember, it's still May. It is still May. We've got months, four months until football. But the Desmond Ritter leash could be short if we don't see some improvement. But again, it's May. Desmond Ritter's the guy. Taylor Heineke's the backup. And Tyler Algier knows that he's the backup. I mean, Tyler Algier has accepted this. He is excited to learn 
from Bijan Robinson. Yes, Tyler Algier is excited to learn from the guy they just drafted, Bijan Robinson, which Tyler Algier sounds like a pro, just a working pro at running back. Great to hear those kinds of quotes, but he knows, we all know, Bijan Robinson is him, and Tyler Algier has accepted it. But for some of the other players, along with Kyle Pitts, that are skipping organized team activities, the Jaguars do not have Evan Ingram, and they do not have Josh Allen. Evan Ingram, he's on the franchise tag. He has to sign his franchise tag before he can practice. Josh Allen, he is entering his fifth year of his deal, wants a new contract, and so he's not attending OTAs. For the Bengals, no Jonah Williams. He is having a mini holdout because obviously he can't hold out. We've talked about that plenty on this show. Only players who can actually hold out are players who are franchise tagged because they're not under contract until they sign the franchise tag, which means they cannot show up. Any other player that misses mandatory mini camp, training camp, etc., it's too big of a fine to skip now. So Jonah Williams, he's having a mini holdout. He'll come back and... He still wants to be traded. He does not want to play right tackle for the Cincinnati Bengals. But way she goes. Orlando Brown's a better tackle than you, Jonah Williams. So you're sliding to the right side and you're probably not getting traded because Lael Collins, he's looking good early, but it's going to take some time for him to work his way back. And even when he does, Bengals probably going to want a reserve tackle that can keep Joe Burrow upright. Other players that are not at camp, Saquon Barkley. Not at organized team activities right now. Saquon Barkley did not show up. He is, again, not under contract. He franchise tagged, but hasn't signed it yet, so he can't come. But for the Giants, we're hearing Daniel Jones is absolutely dominating, even without Saquon Barkley. He is slicing and dicing with running back one Matt Breida, though Jay Sean Corbin getting some mix with the first-team offense. And we're also seeing some first-team reps from uh, Gary Brightwell, too. Eric Gray. Should beat out both of them, but Eric Gray starting low on the death chart. And that's not something that is inherent with the Giants. You don't automatically start as the bottom of the depth chart because your rookie Evan Neal was a starter from day one last year. Same with Kayvon Thibodeau. But regardless, Daniel Jones slicing and dicing with those running backs and with his receivers, Paris Campbell in the slot, Darius Slayton as the Z. And apparently Darius, Darius Slayton was the primary option early in camp, but of course, Darius Slayton looks good. He runs a 4-3. They're in shorts, of course. And then Isaiah Hodgins on the outside. You'll notice no Jalen Hyatt. Jalen Hyatt had no reps with the first team. He had some reps with the second team. But for the most part, Jalen Hyatt working with the third team offense. Now, he'll work his way up the depth chart. But Jalen Hyatt, absolutely no lock to play regular snaps this year for the Giants. As for Kansas City, no Isaiah Pacheco. He's still battling some injuries. Jarek McKinnon did not come to organized team activities. He's probably still working out. He's a veteran. He doesn't need to come to this stuff. But CEH is getting all the reps with the first team. Ooh, CEH comeback season? No. No, it's not. J.K. Dobbins also not at camp right now. He is working out on his own. Just rehabbing, I'm sure. I don't know. Whatever J.K. Dobbins does, I'm not worried about it. I am actually even more in on J.K. Dobbins after reading that he didn't show up because Gus Edwards also not cleared to practice. Gus Edwards not at practice because he can't. He had some injuries to end the year and Gus Edwards not cleared to practice. So even more of a workload for J.K. Dobbins coming down the pipe, potentially. 
Other updates from organized team activities. Baker Mayfield and Kyle Trask are now splitting reps with the first team offense. We had reported previously it was primarily Baker and then a little bit of Trask at the end. Now we're starting to see more 50-50. But again, as long as Baker doesn't turn the ball over, as long as Baker can keep the ball on the Buccaneers offense, sounds as though he's going to be the guy. He is getting the Geno Smith hype from offensive coordinator Dave Canales with his swag. So we expect it Baker to play, but it's all about the turnovers. That is the difference maker for these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. It is no longer no risk it, no biscuit. It is ball control. So Baker's going to have to learn to do that. And Calvin Ridley is going to have to learn to go full speed. Once again, they're not letting him do everything right now. They're letting them ease back into it. But so far, so good. Calvin Ridley showing no rust. Calvin Ridley. There's been a lot of debate in the player player profiler circles, whether Calvin Ridley or Christian Kirk, who's the guy? A lot of debate. But Calvin Ridley, I think, is going to be the target leader. I think Calvin Ridley is going to be the alpha. He's going to be the wide receiver one. Maybe there's a world that Christian Kirk is more efficient because he draws secondary coverage, especially in the slot. But I think Calvin Ridley is still going to be the alpha. And finally, from OTAs, no Brees Hall right now. He's working off to the side. And from Jets reporters, where you're now hearing it would be surprising if he were ready to go on day one of camp. But what does that actually mean? What does ready to go mean? Does it mean that he's full go practicing, taking every snap? Does it mean he is cleared to practice? We don't know because so many of these beat writers just write in cryptics. So many teams just don't want to reveal things. So Brees Hall, still questionable coming off the knee, but check out the injury finder for updates on Brees Hall. That'll bring us to some final bits of news around the NFL. Justin Jefferson, teams are expecting him to become the highest paid non-quarterback in the near future. George Pickens feels as though he was a Pro Bowl snub. He says that the guys that made it in the AFC didn't exactly impress him. So this year, George Pickens, his goal is to become a Pro Bowler. And you try telling that guy that he's not going to be a Pro Bowler. Good luck. Good luck arguing with George Pickens. I don't think it's going to take you very far. And finally. We have some updates on DeAndre Hopkins. He's got a new agent. He signed with Kelton Crenshaw of Clutch Sports. Devontae Smith, Kayvon Thibodeau, and Chase Young are all repped by Kelton Crenshaw. Now DeAndre Hopkins, too. We've heard that the Bills and the Chiefs, they're battling back and forth, trying to get DeAndre Hopkins, not because they particularly want him, but because they don't want the other team to have him. But Deshaun Watson his former quarterback with the Houston Texans. He is actively recruiting DeAndre Hawkins. Would that connection ever happen again? Don't know. But the Baltimore Ravens, according to Jeff Zrebic, and Jeff Zrebic is one of the best beat writers for any team. He does fantastic work for the Baltimore Ravens. And he is saying that this is a no-brainer for the Baltimore Ravens. They have the cap space. They have the quarterback. They're going all in on the future. They don't have to give up any picks. They want a Super Bowl. So go out, sign DeAndre Hopkins, a no-brainer to the Baltimore Ravens. Hey, I want to take a moment to thank you for tuning in. It's important to me that all of our media be free. This is only possible because of you allowing a true independent sports media enterprise to thrive unlike any other in the business. 
So please subscribe to the All In Package to continue to make all this possible to ensure that all of our stats, information, data, content is available to you, especially you, the people that get the site and get the show.